Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AD. Oh. You ever think of yourself as a therapist of sorts? But like weekly, I come in here. I'm like, when, I'm like one of your patients. For you, yes, I am definitely <laughs> your therapist. And trust me, I am grossly underpaid for all the work <laughs> I have to do. Facts. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is football champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Of course, uh, as always, we want to remind you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review, relocate wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, if there's a follow button, go ahead and hit that. I just learned about the follow button a couple weeks ago, so I'm, I'm just follow, follow, follow. Just just go ahead and, and just, just, click, just click that. Uh, get involved in the show. Um, we're on social media. I'm at our Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. That's on Twitter. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore underscore underscore. As far as this show, bi week. Yeah, that's four underscores. As far as this 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 show, bi week. Going to talk a little bit offense. And uh, my man Ed, like a like a great novelist, left us with a cliffhanger uh, in the last pod. So we're going to circle back to that as well um, and and break down you know all things offense as uh, the Niners. Uh, rest here on this bye week. As always, we're presented by the fine folks at Bet Online. Look, obviously, you know, baseball is going on right now, Ed. Oh, stop you it. You can see the, the smile on my face here. Uh, the baseball playoffs are going. We've now reached the league championship series portion of the baseball playoffs. Uh, in addition to that, you got, you know, college football, NHL just started. Dude, I was locked in on, on opening night on the NHL. First time in life. I've ever been this excited about hockey. I normally wait till like the Stanley Cup playoffs to get kind of, you know, involved, but opening night, I, I was tuned in, you know, for the first time ever. So so that was pretty cool. Um, so they got that. They, whatever you want, as always, our friends over at Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with an updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, y'all know what it is by now, to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest, the fastest and easiest, not the fastest, but the fastest, as in zoom zoom, as in Carl Lewis fast, and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. All right, so we left the show, uh, Ed, mm-hmm. uh, earlier this week, and 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 you were talking about. Um, you said it's now time for five. It is now time for five. He should be the quarterback the rest of the way. In my humble opinion. And you caught me hella off guard. (laughs) Cause I I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily, you know, expecting you to say that. Um, But obviously, you know, that, that, that's where you are right now. Um, and, And you also said something along the lines of he's the one that can save Kyle. Right. So, Expound, expound on that a little. Expound on that a little bit. Well, he's the only one that can save him moving forward. But, but you put all your eggs in that basket. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was that guy. Jimmy Garoppolo was the bridge guy. You made him the bridge guy um, by um, drafting another quarterback. So we all know he's your he's your bridge guy. We understand that. Jimmy would have understood that, but you started dabbling and 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 reaching into the cupboard and I got I got you know I I really don't have all the ingredients to really bake this cake but I, I I'm just gonna I just want to taste the frosting 
I'm just going to go ahead and just, I'm, I'm, I can't make the cake, but let me just taste a little bit of it. And the more you start to sprinkle out there, we said that from the start, the more you sprinkle out there, the more people see, the more they're going to want. Um, the more the fan base is going to say, well, you're putting them in these situations, give them more. Let's see more out of it. I knew that that was going to happen. And that's why I said, play the guy or don't play the guy. But you kept saying he wasn't ready to start, that there was no competition, which means you shouldn't start him. You shouldn't play him, shouldn't put him on the field. You agree with me on that? I agree. I agree. Yeah. I didn't want to see Trey at all this season. That would yeah, be but, best case scenario for me. But now that you had, and, and what did he say all along? And I said the same thing. When If it's close, if it's close, then you move forward. So the last game, whether he meant it, and what do I always say? He said it, so I'm going to assume he meant it. He said that Trey played good enough to win. Yeah, he so if he is, so if he's reached the point to where he's playing good enough to win, you got to put him out there. There's no reason to not put him out there because you've already let us all know that you don't want the other guy. Jimmy knows. Everybody in the locker room knows. The fan base is, has been trying. You know, the majority of them have been trying to run the guy out of town anyway. So you have put yourself in a situation to where you're not winning football games. The offense, uh, it looks horrible right now. Um, and the only guy left, because Jimmy no longer can save you. The only guy left to save you is five. Now, this is the issue. And I, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. Now, playing five, as I said, at the end, very end, before we got into it. But now it's by week, talk about the offense. Moving forward, playing five starts the clock. I say he's the guy that saves you. He saves you and John Lynch for the draft picks you gave away, everything. It's worth it. Two draft picks for your franchise quarterback, the most important position in sports, it's worth it. Because everyone says he, three draft picks. It wasn't three draft picks. They switched one, and they kept the one drafted him okay they moved up they switched places they kept that one they gave up two other ones so you gave up two ones for your quarterback if it's the right guy doesn't matter you're right I always say if it's your quarterback get your quarterback because if you don't have one you get fired yeah just like if you pick the wrong one you get fired yeah so you got to have one so they did that done we got it it's time for him to now play he's your savior if he plays well if he doesn't play well, he is the Grim Reaper, period. But we start to evaluate that right now if you put him on the field. So that's what I mean, starts the clock. And that's what I got to talk about during this spot. Is he ready to start that clock? Because the real evaluation begins the moment you name him your starter. Everything else goes from that point. I say do it now instead of waiting to next year. That's where I'm at. You've already – Jimmy is not there. Jimmy's another injury, uh, you know, him getting hurt, it's it's hurt. Like I said, you can't – if the guy can't stay healthy, you got to move on, okay? You got – especially when you got his replacement. <laughs> right? Like like with Mostert, I get it. You don't – you never got his replacement. You got Jimmy's replacement, right? At Hurd, that's what I said about him. If he didn't make it out of training camp – you got to move on. If he can't come out healthy, they didn't, but you already had his replacements. You got the replacement. So now what do you do? I, I, I want to hear this before I keep going. I'm going to let you talk so that people can hear so, your melodious voice. So I, I was thinking about this, right? And it starts the clock, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think if Trey starts and that starts Kyle's clock, then I think we're saying bye to Kyle. Like he's not going to see this thing through because this, this is not going to end well as far as wins and losses go for the rest of the season. That but, but if you start that guy, are you out of the win and losses void? We all know that ultimately you have to win football games, but does it turn and see, that's my thing. If you start him now, it's, it does it turn into, in your opinion, does it turn into, um, an evaluation and a growth of uh, five within the offense and a, a maturation. Do you start watching that or is it still strictly wins and losses? I think at this point with Kyle, it has to be wins and losses, right? Because 
like I'm not where you are in a, in in the sense that I'm ready just to go all in on five right now. Like watching that game, you know, the other day he showed flashes at times, but clearly like he's not ready. So I I think he could use a little bit more seasoning. Also, I don't know that I'm ready to to give up on this this season yet, right? Like like the bye is early. You know, like this team is only five games in. You still got three quarters of the season. You got 75% basically of the season left to go. And I think by putting in Trey right now, you're saying like, all right, this season is done. And I, I'm not quite there yet. And like you said in, in, in the previous pod, like Kyle's going to have to explain that to those guys in that locker room. And I don't know how well that's going to go over. And so I think if they put Trey in right now, then Kyle is closer to being the former 49ers head coach, in my opinion. Because at this point, like it, like how many, and, and I know injuries are part of the game, but uh-huh. we see, we've seen a lot of coaches have a lot of tough injury issues and be gone, right? Uh-huh. So last year was this multitude of injuries, right? And some of that was your quarterback and Jimmy. This year, it's 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 injuries as well, right? And now you're going to just throw in the rookie quarterback. Like, at what point does it does it become about wins and losses? Is 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 my my question. So I think if Trey starts, that means he's our guy right now, and it's go time. So it better work. That 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 that's where I stand right now. Uh, well, it better work regardless. Because you yeah, better work regardless. But I think Kyle is on the clock, though. Um, exactly. So, so that's my thing. Do you, do you? Well, let me put it this way: How many games they gonna win? Do you think? Do you think this is a? Do you think this is currently as currently constructed? Because you are what you are right now. And I said it before. Right now, they're not a good football team. They're average at best. The record says you're not even average. Yeah. I mean, this is not a good football team right now. So not playing five, not playing Trey. You win the championship. You Are you a playoff team? Are you a contender? Do you think so right now? Not, I don't. not playing Trey. Not playing Trey. I don't. Not playing Trey. I you're two and three right now, right? Uh-huh. I think you can go. I mean, I think it's a ten-win team. Okay, not to get you to the playoffs. I I don't know. This is a ten-win team. Yeah, ten and se- ten and seven, right? With with a healthy Jimmy. Okay. Do I they win the division? They're not okay. winning the division at ten and seven. No. Okay, you're not. So so let, let, let's. I'm, okay, I'm gonna take record out of it. Do does this team win the division? You say no. From what I see right now, no, this team is not. What I see right now, I say no. They don't win the division. No. Okay, so now we're talking about wild card teams. Do you think this team is going to be a wild card? Because I can see two teams in this division that are better than them. You're not going to get three teams out of this division. Yeah, I mean. I don't so, being a wild card team. So that's what I'm saying. I don't see them making the playoffs. So if you're not going to make the playoffs, which means next year, it's about restarting at that quarterback position because I'm not trying to, I, I, I don't care about just making the playoffs. The only reason the playoffs matter to me is because you got to get a ticket to the dance. Yeah. I'm to win a championship. So let's talk about how do you win a championship? If you're saying as Kyle Shanahan told me by his draft selection, I need this guy to be my quarterback moving forward to sustain winning. That's why I say play him. He said if it's close, play him. If he's playing good enough to win, if you're telling me that this rookie that you said needs time to develop, his his college coach said needs time to develop, has already developed to a point to where in his first NFL start, you're saying he is playing well enough to win, then I view it as – self-preservation from a coaching standpoint if you're not putting him out there and letting him take his lumps and learn and continue to grow because he's not going to get better watching he can learn so you think this better you think that'll be self-preservation for kyle if if trey plays 
No, self-preservation is not playing him. Self-preservation is not playing him. That's where I'm at now. Self-preservation is I don't want to start the clock on myself. I don't want to start the clock and you guys start evaluating me because, like I said, they're the only per. He had two guys. You got one guy. Trey Lance is the only guy that can save him right now. That's the only guy that keeps the front office intact. That's where it is right now. He is your quarterback, period. He's got to win ball games. Kyle obviously thought he needed more out of that position, didn't have the faith, he didn't have the trust in Jimmy Garoppolo. There's nothing he can say that can convince me, that can convince anyone that he has um, faith. There's no way you can make that statement statement that you have faith in Jimmy being the guy because you went out and got another guy. <laughs> you got you you brought in his replacement while he's still a young player who's been winning for you. He's been doing nothing but what you want a franchise quarterback to do when he's under center. And you brought in somebody else. So yeah. you can't tell me he's your guy. The only reason you don't play this guy now is because you don't want the clock to start. You're giving yourself another year. Because once he gets out next year, then the comment, well, he hasn't played yet. You know, he's still sort of a rookie. He's never really played. He hasn't been on the field. You got to give him a chance to get his feet wet. Throw him out there. Niner fans, all faithful out there. Kyler Murray. You drafted him. He's your guy. We all know he's your guy. He had to earn his – He let him take his lumps. Kyler, Kyler was throwing the ball everywhere. Now yeah. he settled in. Yeah. Herbert came in, played well. He's playing better. Yeah. Had some, had, he looked like a rookie in situations, but he uh -huh. also yeah. – he, you know, he's grown. Same with Allen. Do you do you do you see the jumps that these guys make when they you get out, you play, they come back, they evaluate themselves, they do it. We've seen it with um, we've seen it with Lamar uh, Jackson. You see these young quarterbacks; they're coming in, they're playing early, they're bad, they're losing games. Kyler Murray is the only now he's the quarterback of the only undefeated team, at, you know, at this point. His rookie year, they hadn't won a game at that at this point. Wait, and that's so, that's what I'm saying. So my, my thing is Trey on par with those guys though, because I by, by, I, don't by all I don't know because he hasn't played. I know well, this. I know that. Let me say this. I know this much. His draft selection is on par with those guys. Okay. <laughs> that part, right? Yeah. Okay. Which means he he's he's supposed to be like I told you a top. You draft a guy top five. There is he's supposed to be able to play. You you're not void of talent. You can't be so physically. Yes, he's on par with those guys. The mental aspect comes from playing and not playing him again. That's a that's a me issue for Kyle, not playing him now. Because he just told me the last press conference, kid plays well enough to win football games. Then if that's the case, I got to give him a chance to win football games. Yeah, I mean, you can only take Coach out his word. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. You, so the only reason I ask that is he on par with those guys is the fact that like the consensus was he needed time, right? Compared to everybody else in his class, like the consensus about Trey was this guy needs more time than maybe anybody else, right? So my my concern is, and this is with every quarterback. Like I'm not like I'm not in favor of playing any quarterback particularly early because I feel like you can ruin them. I agree. But but listen, listen, not my words. What have I said the entire time? He shouldn't be on the field. I, I listened to the people who said he shouldn't be on the field. And that was his former coach, his current coach. His current coach just left the press conference. The very last game they played, that he played and said, he Trey played well enough to win the ball game. If he has reached a point, and his growth has gotten him to a point to where he can win. He can play well enough in an NFL game to win already. I have to assume by playing, he's only going to get more comfortable and win ball games. Why would I not play him? Why would I, why would I, why would I stop that growth? He's not, he's got to get on the field to grow now. And that's what I'm saying. I'm just listening to Kyle. That's what I always do. All I'm doing is just listening to the coach speak. I tell you that all the time. Yeah, I'm just yeah. interpreting the coach speak. 
he was he was 100% on he's not ready. He's not ready. I just heard him say he played well enough to win a ball game. That means he's ready. That that means he should he should be out there on the field. And the only way he's going to improve is by playing. So, do I start the clock now? Cuz this is it. Remember decision making. I've been talking about that. And that's what I've been really looking at. X's and O's with Kyle. I, all this Kyle can't coach. Stop that. Yes, he can. Kyle can coach. Kyle is a good coach. Kyle's a good teacher. He's, he's, I've seen him do it too often to, to say that he doesn't know how to do it. That's crazy. But, but, it, but is it, is it safe to say he, he may be in a slump or a rut or whatever it is right now? Well, that's decision making because two is two different animals, two different animals. When you're when you're putting together a roster, when you're when you're trying to figure out how you want to do things long term, when you are trying to evaluate who I want in first in the first position, second position, third position, all these type things. Guess what? That's not coaching. That's not teaching. That's being a GM. So when you start doing all, all the decision-making and everything that's going to happen and, and you start trying to figure those aspects out of it, that, that's completely different than coaching. And this is another one of those situations. Do you want to put this player out there and start that process? Because that's where you are right now. That's where he and John are. Do, when, how soon do we want to start this clock? Because you, you keep, Everything that you do sort of indicates that you're ready to put him out there. And, I, and like I said, the only reason I can see you not putting him out there is because it's self-preservation. I'm going to give myself a little bit more time, a few more games to, um, to just sort of see if I'm doing the right thing. I, I say it's time to play him because we can a lot of these other guys everybody said they needed time they said Allen needed time they said it um herbert needed time they said lamar needed time for sure they said yeah. it, lamar needed time uh they they said it kyler murray needed time they, baker mayfield they needed time everybody needs time. every quarterback they need time they always need time and it's rare that a guy comes in after sitting for a year steps on the field and does what patrick mahomes holmes does what he did is that's rare. Guy, most guys, even after they sit a little bit, they still have to come in and figure out the game and figure out how to play and the pace and all of these type things. It's very rare that you get a guy that does that. That most guys have to play through it at every position, at every single position. Once you've been out there and you've done it, it's amazing how different you are. Look at E-Man. We're not going to talk defense. We'll talk that next time. But look at E-Man right now how he was coming off of injuries as a rookie and doing all these things as opposed to now. Yeah. It's, just a, it's, a, it's a certain confident, confidence. Look, confidence. A lot more, lot more confident. Yeah, a lot, yeah. A lot more confident. Yeah. yeah. So so you're a veteran in that locker room because, look, we're coming, we're coming off a of bye week, and uh -huh. this very well could be the case, right, that Trey – it won't be. Is is the starter on Sunday it night. You don't, you don't think so? It won't be because I just told you why. I just told you why. This, this is a me self, move. Self-preservation. Self this is a me move. Kyle's not going to do that. You, he, he told me, he said the entire time, all of his press conferences, remember, he, he was always insinuating that if it's close, we make a move. We'll think about things. We'll evaluate at that, at that point. You just told me it's close. So that that said, you don't if you don't think it's going to be that way, are we still going to continue to see Trey? Are we still going to see these packages and, and stuff that we were seeing prior to Jimmy getting hurt? That's good. Well, you know what? That right there in itself is, uh, you know, that's the sixty four thousand dollar question. Wasn't that the show that used to come on? <laughs> um, we, we will see. We, we will see how that's going. To as long as he's doing that, I feel like he's towing that line and. And it's not really helping anybody, right? Like, like there's no growth being had on a part on a part of Trey. It's stunning the offense more than it necessarily should. And Kyle, I feel like as a play caller, maybe can't even get into the rhythm that he wants to because he's so concerned about this, that, or the other. Like to me, like, and and I said it looked like he looked left a little bit off of his fastball, and, and you point to the whole decision making, but like I've just been baffled by just how ineffective this offense has been and just how bad quite frankly it's looked um and sloppy at times too like even like 
all like all the penalties offensively on Sunday against the Cardinals. Like that was atrocious. Um, yeah, that was that right there. That's that's a discipline issue. Um, you point to the coach on that. I blame the guys themselves. That's a focus. But now some of that focus could be from different voices, different. We teams. don't really, we, but we haven't really saw that though, right? I blame that I blame that on the guys. Well, part of it, remember, it's it's um, five's first start. Some of some of the movement, some of these things, you get accustomed to a certain rhythm with um, the quarterback and and the way he's going to make his call. Even his heart counts and all the type thing. You still get accustomed to the rhythm of his voice and the flow. And that can throw you off when you bring a different guy in. So all of these things happen. But just looking at the offense and the way it's been somewhat stagnant, I'm just going to just think about this. Could some of that be because, as I said before, it's about a plan. It's about the decision making. Like, what's the plan? Do, do Is it stagnant because you haven't locked in on a guy, his strengths, and this is what I want to do with that guy? Because you got to build your offense around what the people can do. You you know you, you like I say you can draw up all the X's and O's that you want, but they don't move on paper. A guy can't give what he ain't got. So if you can't draw up things for me to utilize, you can't you. I don't care. You can't make you can't make it bend if it's if it's rigid. You you can't make it strong if it's pliable. You, you, you just can't do those things. And, and you have to understand what it is you have. And I don't think he's committed. We see it. You haven't committed to, this is Jimmy's offense. This is Trey's offense. And even at, if you say it's Trey's offense, it can't be a, um, it's not going to be, a, you know, running the, the triple option. I know that. But you will start committing to certain plays and building around those guys. I don't see that. And he told me that when Jimmy went down and you're like, Trey, you know, the, the game plan wasn't for Trey. The game plan didn't utilize his skill sets and all these type things. What the hell? What, what the hell? How, how do you have a backup quarterback that can't run the offense? So that so I'm saying he has, he's got to commit to one. I think that's a problem with the offense. That's a major issue as to why things aren't working smoothly. Because which guy I'm about to put in, what's which you know style do I want to run in this? Not in this game, in this series, <laughs> right? In this particular series, which, which offense do I want to run? That's a lot. That's a lot for him to think about. That's a lot for the other guys in the huddle to think about if that's the case. And I think it's the case because he keeps telling me it's the case by his words. Telling me the backup quarterback couldn't run the game plan, then how? Why? Why is he your backup? Right? And that, again, decision-making. How is anybody one play away from being in the game that can't participate in the game? That's what you just said. He shouldn't have been out there, but he's your backup. So – Make him the starter since he's playing well enough to win, as you just said. And you told the backup, I mean, you told the the, the incumbent, you don't want him there. That's what, that's what I heard. That's what I'm hearing. What, if you're in that locker room, what are, you, what are you hearing right now? Like, if you're the players in, in that locker room right now, the veterans in there that that came into this season with Super Bowl aspirations, and you see this, you see what's going on. Like, like how are you, how are you taking this? How are you handling this? Well, first of all, if I'm a veteran in the locker room, see, we're affected by it much more at, um, as fans than you are as a player. I got my own set of problems. I'm a player. I'm not. I'm not, dude. If I'm a corner, if I'm a left tackle, if I'm a fullback, if I'm a linebacker, I got my own things to study and worry about, I got to play well. I'm not concerned about the quarterback position because I don't play quarterback. I'm not concerned about the, I'm not concerned about the play calls. Again, I don't play quarterback. I'm not the, I'm not the coach on that side. I'm concerned about what it is I do. Um, and all I can focus on is doing my job better. Defensively, if I'm on defense and I'm just going to look at it from defense, I played on, on offense, played on teams where the offense just simply couldn't score. Guess what? We can't let them score. 
That's what you're thinking about. I just got to do my job. I can't concern myself with the other guys and the decisions. And, and I'm looking at it. I got a lot of games out in front of me. This last game, they scored 17. We'd have held them to 14. Maybe. If we'd have held them to 10. Maybe. If we'd have held them to seven. Maybe. That's that's the way you got to look at it. That's the way the other players, that's the way I expect them to look at it because this is a team that entered the year with Super Bowl aspirations. You have high-end players on it. That's the way they're going to look at it. You don't, you, you're not going to concern yourself with it, but you hear what's being said. And if you're saying this guy, I, I, what I do want, I want one of you guys to play well. I want one of the quarterbacks, somebody. I don't care. I, dude, I could care less who you put under the center. It's not going to change my opinion of the man. It's not going to make me like him or dislike him. It's not going to change our friendship one way or the other. Um, this is business. It's yeah. business. So whatever guy's whatever guy's going to play is the guy that's got to play, and I'm cool with that. But um, I just want to win, and if it's not working, you got to do something different. Because this is, no, let me just put it this way. If I'm losing with you, why not try to win without you? Mm. Who's who's the you re, you're referring to? <laughs> um, any player at any position. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. When you start making changes, if things aren't working and they start making changes, okay, I got to expect changes because I, if you continue to do the exact same thing with the exact same people and we continue to lose – um, this is when I started to look crazy because I'm like, okay, is it us or is it them? Because somebody's wrong. You can't keep telling me we have all the players, we have the right scheme, um, and you're doing, you guys are making all the same calls and we're losing. So you got to either change the system or you got to change some people. It's, it's that simple. Yeah, so, something's off. And, and you... You would have if there was going to be a decline. You, I'd have been if there was going to be a decline. I'd have been much more inclined to believe that that would have happened on the defense side of the ball, considering some of the pieces that were lost and the reshuffling, especially in the secondary. A uh, whole new defensive coordinator. Like I thought, perhaps maybe there'll be some bumps and growing pains, this out of the other, especially beginning of the season, right? But for for the most part, through five games, like I've been impressed with the overall sample size. You know, there's been some things here and there, but the overall sample size, I've been impressed. Looks like this offense has taken an incredible decline in a, in a in a in a a season in which, I mean, you have pretty much all your skill guys coming back. You got upgraded on the offensive line like it, it it's hard to find an excuse for why this isn't working you know and so i don't know i mean it's also kansas city's also ha having their issues they're two and three as well so i mean I, if there's anything take solace in that and maybe i don't know maybe take solace in that i have no idea uh i'm, I'm, I'm lost I'm, I'm at a loss for words here and and i think i mean i agree with you on the whole self-preservation thing like He's probably going to play Jimmy, right? But I wouldn't be stunned if he played Trey at all. By um, I would. I would um, There's a lot of time to mill over this. I would be shocked. Really? He plays him. Um, and, I, and, I, and I've already told you, given you my why. I don't need to repeat my why. Um, uh, it, it, I think it's time be based on what he said and how things have played out and where you are as a team. Um, I don't think that uh, he, he, he hasn't shown the trust. Well, there is none. Barry. I was just about to say in 10, there's no trust in Jimmy anymore. Yeah, there, there's, there's no trust. And that, I mean, this thing has been sugar-coated so many different ways and, and guys talking out of both sides of their mouth, this, that, or the other. But I mean, at this point, it sort of is what it is, right? So, I mean, we all recognize it. If we recognize it, and I'm sure Tim definitely recognizes it uh, as well. And so that's that's kind of the, I mean, that, that that's kind of the the frustrating part uh, in, in all of this, um, especially for me not being one of those, you know, Jimmy Bashers who thinks, you know, when he's in there, he, he actually can do good uh, for the colors. And you know what? And that's what I'm saying, too. I don't, you know I'm not a Jimmy Basher. I, I just know that right now you have reached a point 
in which he's not going to be the guy to pull you up out of it, nor is he the guy that I say that can save you right now. Jimmy, Jimmy playing well is not going to save them. Jimmy can come in right now and play well and do whatever. It is not going to change the view of, of Kyle and where he is with Trey. Trey has to save him now. Trey has to be the guy because you're not going to go back from him. You're not going to go back from Trey. You can't go back from Trey. And he's, he's slowly sprinkled him in and he created this. Yeah, and that's the like it's in itself sabotage, right? And, and I think that's the thing that that probably bothers me the most because it don't even it didn't even have to be this way, like at all, right? But it, it it's self sabotage, and and I think you just expect me personally. I just expect much more from that organization. Like if it was a different organization, you know, like the the Jets or something, then like I I could totally see how. You know they could be caught up in something like that, but before to be the Niners and and the self sabotage and it's just it's just been so unnecessary, right? And and because of that, I think that that makes this a little bit a little bit more harder to to digest in a sense. But I mean, I look, I mean, I, we'll, we'll, we'll I gotta stop you right there though, but I, I I can't let you I can't let you compare them to the Jets. I'm sorry. I, it, I mean it. <laughs> no, I, I am not letting you do that to my colors. You are not ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not it's, that case. This is this my, is. I mean, my point is the Jets are a bad organization. They make yes, bad the decisions. Right? Bad, like, the Niners aren't a bad organization. The Niners aren't making bad decisions. I'm not saying drafting Trey was a bad decision. No, but the handling of it was. I'm just saying. So, so that right there, it goes back to as I said, just planning. What's your plan? That's all I'm saying. I don't think they have a legitimate plan on how they want things to go. And that is the issue. The good teams that I were a part of, I think the good organizations, if you look at them across the board in sports in general, they have a particular philosophy on how they are going to win. The things that they think are necessary to win, especially when they have the dudes in the room. This is our philosophy. This is what matters. This is what it's going to take for us to play and win. And you don't see a lot of the flux when it comes to the decision-making and the planning because it's the philosophies in place. That's what I think is missing right now on how you win it, what you have to do, the pieces you need. And I think it's so hard, not the Jets, and I don't think it's that type of bad decision-making. I think it's become... Difficult on Kyle because he does have that shiny toy. Just like I told you, that that national game, he's going to find a way to get him on the field. Yeah. He wants to show him off. He wants to do something with him. He wants to put him out there, just something to just show like, okay, I, I, I got a little, I got another little gadget I can use. But he hasn't figured out how throwing that gadget in, and, and I, I'm going to continue to use a little piece of that, but how is it affecting everything else? And that's the part of it that I'm saying that, that dude, that's why I tweeted that coaching is hard. Coaching decisions are much harder, much, much harder because you get caught up in all the what if, you know, and, and, and a lot of times it's that, you know, that fear of missing out, bro. And that's, that's what I think is happening. So this isn't a jet situation where bad decision-making this is, I think this is, this can be fixed with just an immediate plan. Let's, let's now let's just evaluate what we have, who's in the room and how do we plan on using them moving forward? Yeah. I, I think my point is if it were the Jets and their mismanagement of the situation, like I would not be surprised, but because they're the Niners, like it's baffling to me. Um, and, okay. and so I, I think that's, that that that's that's more. I think I think that's more just, the point. I just can't hear Niners Jets. The, like, the, like, and, and I'm, not, I'm just I'm just being I'm just being honest. Like, we're both Laker guys, right? Like, there there was a point where there, there was a point where Lakers were making just bad decision after bad decision after yeah. bad decision. It was like, what the heck is going on with this organization, right? And and it was it was just shocking to me because that's never been you know that there was no precedent for that, right? And so. Um, I'm kind. I'm not quite there yet, you know, because those were some long years, some lean years. Um, so I haven't quite got there yet. But 
um at the same time it's like like what are we doing uh you mentioned something earlier they drafted jimmy's replacement i know it's still early but they may have drafted raheem's replacement as well um elijah he gets in there i mean he 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 looks good like he fits yep. the deal he plays it's the part just the number yeah <laughs> i i mean i i saw i i they they obviously hit there right um yeah. did did you package that for him like did you did you give him permission to no, to, no, to put none, that on none needed did you none. did you like did you like knight him none none needed. <laughs> it's, too, it's too early to knight him it's too early you know how i am about that i i want to see if that's how you play everyone can have a good game Anybody can have a good season. You know, you've heard me say that. Anyone can have, after, after Patrick Mahomes' first season, I was asked that question. What do you think about Patrick? I think he had a really good year one on the field. Let's see. Now it's like, okay, he's good. <laughs> you can look at it. But so right now with Mitchell, that's where I'm at right now. He's playing well. Let's see him grow. Um, let's see what, if he can consistently play that way and be that guy. Um, and if that has become his, if that's his floor, um, you know, that's, that's what I want to see. And if so, boom, there you go. You, you, you may have found the replacement. You have found the guy, but we all know they're looking for one. I've been saying that forever. You, you can't base your running game around a guy who plays seven games. Not if you want that to be a major part of your offense, you yeah. just simply can't do it. And, and that's, his career says that's what he does if he's a, if he's the starting running back. Yeah, um, and I mentioned earlier in the season, I think after the Packers game, I want to say it, there looked to be a disconnect with Kyle and Trey Sermon or Kyle, the offense and Trey Sermon or, or lack of trust or what have you. And it seems like that that's been it seems like that's it's played out that way. And, and when when Elijah comes in, obviously, it looks a lot more different when, when he's carrying the ball. Debo has looked well. I think the offensive line to me has, I mean, it, it's been up and down, right? It, yeah. It's had, it's had some spots. Um, but for the most part, it, it's, I've been, I've been a little bit surprised by just, I guess the inconsistency, if you will. And, and even, um, I don't think it's been a problem though. I don't think the offensive line has been an issue. I don't, think it's been an issue but there there was a game where um okay it wasn't the green bay game which game was it was the seattle game i forget which game it was but i I feel like it was an issue in that game um jimmy jimmy was running for his life uh it might it might have been the seattle game but that that's going to happen especially 17 games that's how i am i mean you're gonna have i mean trent williams is gonna get a hold and call it every now and then you you know what i'm see overall I can't say that the offensive line it has been horrible. That's, that's what that's what I'm saying. I, I think they played well. They when Jimmy was out there, they protected Jimmy fairly well. Jimmy wasn't getting hit a lot. He wasn't getting sacked. He wasn't getting hit, hit a lot. A lot of that has to do with the ball coming out faster. With Trey, it looks different. Um, he's running the ball a lot more. Seems so. It looks like he's getting hit a lot more or that things are a lot more chaotic. I just don't think the offensive line has has played poorly. I, I don't I don't think so. I mean, can every, can everything pick up when you're two and three? Yeah, but I don't I don't think they played poorly, in my opinion. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Kittle earlier in the season not being as involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's now hurt on the IR, so you, you got to wait for him to come back. But um, look, I you that, that's your best player. You got to get him more involved, right? That's where I stand on that. Like you got your best player has to touch the ball, right? And so that that's just kind of where I stand on that. We've talked about Debo, like I've talked about Debo at nauseum here on this pod, in the sense that like I feel I feel like he's taken you know huge strides. Took a little bit of a step back in the Arizona game. Uh, the the BA situation. Hold on, let me just say this about Debo. I he's got to stop dropping balls though. Yeah, well, that that's where that's the step back that I, that I was referring Debo, to. Yeah, Debo is he's picking it up. He we see what he's doing and what he's capable of doing. He's just dropping too many balls. You got and and yeah, I can say that you're a receiver. Catch them all. Yeah, catch them all. Catch the ones that come to you. And that's that's your job. So he's got to he's got to get better at that. I mean, it's one thing if they're contested, but if they're not contested, he's got to he's got to 
he, that's that's an area that I'm sure he's working on and and to pick up. And that's the one thing I want to see pick up with him. Route running, his playmaking, all those type things is is getting great. I just want him to. I want to see him catch the easy ones, and and, and he's been catching some of the hard ones. Make sure you're catching all the easy ones too. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. yeah, big time, right? I mean, that's yeah. that that that's that that's of, of high importance. Um, the BA yeah. yeah. The B, the BA situation to me, like at what point, like at what point, like so I don't have the luxury of being in the building, right? Like I'm not in the building, I'm not at practice, so there are things that go on that 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 I don't see, and things that maybe you can speak to because you've been there, you've done that, and 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 maybe have a better grasp. When I know earlier in the season we talked about, you know, certain things about BA just being a pro and just learning what that means and and things of that nature. I'm at the point now where it's like. Look, you're two and three. He's one of your best players. He's not really getting the touches, but he's a hard worker. These are your words, not mine. He's a hard worker. Um, we 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 like him. You know, he's doing the right things. This out of the other. Like, let's just put this thing to bed. Like, what? Like, what are we trying to prove? Like, like to me, I feel like it's it's you're just going to put a kid in timeout, you know, just because you're, you're proving the point. It's not, not necessarily that the kid's a bad kid, but not necessarily doing things um, exactly like to the letter, the way that, that, that maybe you want them to do it. Um, it's, it's like, I think, I think that's been probably, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the team is taking it, but to me, it's, it's just become a distraction, like an unnecessary distraction. And so I feel like, like at this point, like let's just put this to bed and put him out there on the field. Like there have been wide receivers, like, <laughs> like why, like wide receivers, they have a rep, right, for being, you know, what, you know, divas, whatever you want to call them, right? Um, BA doesn't necessarily strike me as that type, but we've seen wide receivers get away with far more than anything that we've seen from BA and still go out there and contribute on Sundays. So my whole thing is like, what, like. You like know, what's, what's the deal? Well, the wide, wide receiver position is not like any other one on the field because you're right. You don't have to work at the same level that a lot of the other positions have to um, because the job and knowing what it is you have to do, it's so, um, it, it, it's so lightning strike. A, a guy can stay on the sideline and then come in for three plays and two or three of those plays go to him. Then he can come off the field and he can sit and then he can come back in. So you don't have to be out there grinding every single play. So a lot of things, I mean, even down to conditioning, it can be different. No, nobody questions a wide receiver coming out of the game, right? If a corner comes out, like what's wrong? Yeah. If the starting corner comes out, what, what, what's wrong with him? Wide receiver can walk in and out every other play. So it's different. So, and how they work at, at practice and all these things, you're right. It, it's different. I played with guys, you know, I played with this one guy that everyone knows that was notorious for doing everything a thousand miles per hour. Yeah. And that's how he, that's how he worked. There were other guys on that team that exact, those exact same teams at the exact same time that would do what they needed to do to get through practice and understand what they were supposed to do for game day. They weren't just faking it through. They, they were at a different speed because they didn't feel like they needed to do that. And that's the way they worked every single day. Game day, they're going to ball out. And, and you know, and, and not just, you know, I've mentioned JT, but there were other guys on that team. Mike Sherrod was that way. There were other guys that just didn't play. They didn't practice the same way they played. JT wasn't going to take every rep. He was not going to run wide open. There was no reason to. He was going to do what he had to do. Like if he had a clearing route, he was going to do the clearing route. I mean, he like there are times he'd line up. He's like, Edie, come on, man. Come on. We got to get out of here. <laughs> he was like, they're running something. He was like, come on, man. Just turn and run with me. You know, because he wasn't trying to do. He was like, okay, well, my route is to get you out of here. So he'd just tell me like, E, turn and run. Let's Let's go. <laughs> Okay, because it's a route for them. It's scout team stuff for them. It's something like that. That's how it was. That's what he did. We all know game day he was going to play. So they gave him his opportunities on game day. B.A., 
if he's working hard, if you're saying that this guy is showing this improvement and all these type things, if he's, let me see on game day, give him his opportunities. Now, I said it before, you learn to be a pro during the week. Also, a part of the evaluation, again, this is the decision-making. Is that how this guy works? Is he getting what's necessary? Some guys need their playbook, and they got to go up and down. Some guys watch film. Some guys got to do it on the field. Some guys got to do it 100 miles per hour. Some guys don't do anything. Charles Haley used to carry a chair to practice, literally. I'm not exaggerating. He would carry a stool to practice. He would come in. He would he would go through individual with the DBs. I probably like he and I, you know, got to be such good friends. He he would literally come through and do all the all the, the big Charles Haley would do all the backpedaling drills and all of our ball drills and all that stuff. He would come through individual with us. He wouldn't go hit the heavy bags and all that stuff with the with the D lineman. So he'd come over there and hang out with us. When that was over. Charles Haley would take a chair multiple days during the season, during the, during the week. He would have a little, this little stool with little red, little cushion on top of it. And he would carry it from drill to drill and just plop it down and sit his little tripod chair. Um, nobody noticed that on Sundays, did they? Mental reps. Nobody noticed that that was happening. Another guy played, Ricky Jackson. Ricky Jackson would line up and point. They'd snap the ball on defense. They'd snap the ball, and Ricky Jackson would point like this, like, okay, I'm, I should go that way and come back to the – and stand there. The next play, they, he'd point. He would do that. If he had a stunt or something to run, he would point. He wouldn't move. Ricky Jackson's in the Hall of Fame. He was pretty good. Yeah. So – what I'm getting at is that everyone doesn't have to practice the same way to do it. That's a part of the evaluation that the coaching staff and the GMs and the scouts and all these type guys that they have to have on this player before you bring him in. Because if you want a guy that runs hundred miles an hour all the time, you need to check with everyone and do all your homework and make sure that that's how it is. And that's who he is and all this stuff. Cause you're evaluating him on his game tape. Yeah. Not his practice tape. No. no. No guy has ever gotten drafted off of his practice tape. So now you so if you don't want that element, you got to do your homework as of as a front office to make certain that you have certain type guys in the room. You can't just assume that they're gonna see the other guys work in a certain way and everyone's gonna work like them. You can't assume that. Yeah. It, it, you either get that guy. Or you deal with what you have during the week as long as he's productive on Sunday. That's what they got to figure out with BA. Yeah, I mean, it's it's time to I think this it's past time to figure it out. Like I I just don't get I just I just don't get it. I don't know what happened. Like what was he doing last year as a rookie to have such a great season that, you know, all of a sudden, like, you know, he's not doing now, or or that has warranted him to have less opportunities. Um, you know, this time around, like, it just, it just doesn't make, doesn't make much sense to me. For me, I just feel like it's time to put it to bed. I feel like it, it's early in the season, but it's gut check time. It is gut check time. Um, especially for this offense. Uh, it's time to, time to, you know, stop messing around, get your playmakers on the field, get them the ball, figure out whatever the hell it is you're going to do at the quarterback position and just go with it, whether it's 10 or five, uh, but figure it out. Right. Yeah, well, this is what I'm going to say with the offense coming out of the bye week. So this, you know, this is our offense talk. Coming out of this bye week, whatever quarterback you have um, under center that you've decided to go with, build around him. Build it. Don't don't plan for uh, if he gets injured, then what do we do? Don't plan for um, if he can't understand it just yet, then what do we do? If that's your guy, that's your guy. Go all in if you're really trying to win. If you're really trying to turn things around, because right now, forget whether Jimmy's been out there, whether Trey's been out there, the team from week one hasn't really looked like a contender. This hasn't looked like a dominant football team at any point. At any point throughout this season, we can go back to Detroit. There was, there was nothing. 
that I've seen from this team where I'm just like, okay, this squad. I mean, I've seen, I've seen a, a series where yeah, it got in spots, right? Not a full 60, but in, in spots, right? That's what I'm saying. I've seen, I've seen a series where I'm yeah, just like, okay, yeah. that, that was executed. Well, I haven't seen a football game no, that no. they played to where you would say, this is one of the best teams in the league. This is one of the better teams within the division. This is one of the better teams in the conference. In 2019, we were saying this team can beat anybody. This, this, the way this team is playing, they can compete with anyone. There are too many teams I can look at and say they can't beat them. This, 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 the Niners can't beat that squad. Yeah. You, you know, and 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 even last week against the last undefeated team, you play the Cardinals. You come in. Yes, you had a chance to win. But what do I say about teams like that? You play just hard enough to lose. That's what that's what bad football teams do. Yeah, you yeah. play just hard enough to lose. That's hard enough. So so like, and that's the NFL. Most teams play just hard enough to lose, and you got to reach a point to where you just realize the two ways to play football. You know, all, all you can do, you 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 can play you can play football good or you can play it bad. <laughs> you either playing good or bad, and you got to be honest with yourself about that and move on. And they haven't been playing good football. Remember I told you, even a winning record doesn't make you a winning team. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make you a winning team. This this team hasn't played good football all year long. You've been talking about special teams, but I'm, I'm going to stay on offense. But there are so many aspects of it we can look at. It's like there's been nothing great about it, just enough to get by. So, that's what I wanted to whoever the guy is, just let's go all in and see where we're going with it. You know who I think it should be and what you should do, and you live with it. And you go from there. But I can't wait to see how it plays out and uh, what decisions are being made. I'm still with 10 for the record. I'm still with 10, just, just so there's no confusion out there. I'm still with, with, with Jimmy G. Uh, in, in terms of this season. Now, you know, talk to me in, in another three, four, five weeks and that, that tune, you know, may change. But as of right now, you know, I'm still, I'm, I'm still with Jimmy G. Um, I, against, let me just, I, and I'm not against Jimmy. I'm not against Jimmy. Yeah. So if Jimmy, like I said, if they come out of the bye and Jimmy's starting, you know, I'm okay with that. I, 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 I'm completely okay with that. I think he's the best, he's the better of the two players. I, I, but I've given you my reason as to why I think you need to go the other direction. Yeah, and I, I think there's there's obviously a, a point to what you said in the sense that, like, we've seen glimpses, we've seen flashes, but we haven't seen a full 60. We haven't seen a complete game from this team where they've looked, you know, like a contender. Um, I mean, even and, – and, and it's not even so much – like the, the Arizona game for me wasn't even about a win or a loss. It was just about habits, right? Playing well, good habits. Like, what does this look like? And, uh, you know, one side of the ball, you saw it. The other side of the ball, you, you just didn't see it. And and so that's that's kind of the – but you still, you know, gave yourself a chance. Um, but as you say, you played just good enough not not to lose. That gives me a little bit more optimism, um, <laughs> however but I mean I don't know I could just it also makes me a little uh also drives up the anxiety a whole bunch more it makes for more of these sessions ED so um, <laughs> 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 that part uh so Niners on a bye uh we'll be back next week to continue this bye week conversation we'll flip it over to the defense side of the ball uh, to talk about what's going on over there uh, feel free to get involved with the show. Go ahead, uh, continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. There's a like button or a follow button. Go ahead and hit one of those buttons. Uh, and, and hit us up on Twitter as well. I'm at Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And that's on Twitter. And then on Instagram, uh, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. That's four. And four underscore. Four underscore. Then tell the people. Everybody that's listening, wherever you listen to it, go ahead and subscribe on YouTube as well. That's right. Go ahead. We're available on YouTube now as well. Um, so if you're watching us, hey, if not, you can go ahead, go over there to YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to that as well. Also, I want to give a special shout out to our international listeners, ED. Okay. I, I, I break all this news on the pod, right? So we... <laughs> I never hear any of this stuff until <laughs> Bill's here. 
<laughs> so, so ed will hear right now with the rest of you our international numbers have gone up uh, uh, uh just a, a smidge so um appreciate everybody out there you know across the pond that that's tuning in and listening to this particular pod you know you can listen there's a there's thousands of podcasts you can listen to and and even you know hundreds of niners podcasts out there but for you to spend your time with us that definitely means uh definitely means a lot so appreciate you for that uh, for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast and the Believe Podcast Network. We will see you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.